Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Chasers, it's that time of the month, not your period, but our monthly period, aka our monthly vlogcast. I'm with my good friend and co-host Mark Ravasco. And Mark, welcome back to our vlogcast. Our fourth one, I think, so far, or fifth one. Yeah, this is our done? fourth month doing this vlogcast. Uh, yes. Can you believe it? It's an accomplishment. And this isn't it pre-recorded. Is. <laughs> Yeah, no, these are, all, these are all in the same time length. But te- no, technically it is pre-recorded. It'll just be out two days after the fact. Like, literally, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put in that context, yeah. Like, by, by the time this episode, we're recording this episode, our, our Lewis episode with Edgar Alejandro has just dropped. So you yes. can listen to that now on Anchor, obviously, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um. Anywhere else besides Google Podcasts, because I have no idea why we're not on there yet. Still, I, that blows my fucking mind. I don't, I don't know. But I think it's uh, just a difficult uh, platform it, to it's get being on. A, it's being a poop. It's not that. I don't know. It's just fucking weird. But anywho, how are you, Mark? Happy belated birthday! Uh, oh yeah, this, <laughs> I totally but, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, so everyone knows this fucker. I got a gift for him, and I have a face mask for him, and he still hasn't come to my fucking house. For his gift, this dude, prick. isolation, bra. <laughs> Don't give me that bullshit. I saw you like <laughs> fucking three weeks ago. <laughs> well, all right. I'm sorry, John. It's okay. I'm not. Um, I'm not crying over fucking spilled milk yet. <laughs> I, I love. You know, I drink spilled milk after it falls, right? Well, do you lick it up like a cat? Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, John. What are, uh, so this episode, right, uh, is about uh, it's two subject matters in this case: the newest yeah. cameras for one mm-hmm. uh, that were announced, and a very interesting matter that we talked about before, which was considering uh, 
it was kind of like very briefed when we mentioned it, but the whole like uh, streaming versus uh, the film industry. You oh know? yeah, that uh, the Universal uh, AMC announcement that. Was yeah. Announced so yeah, yeah, let's get on with that news in this case. You want to do that first? Yeah, let's do that first. Okay, so I read it. Um, I just read it. You just read it. What, what on Reddit? Nah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. What, I, I didn't what are your that. thoughts? My thoughts is I kind of, I kind of. I, I kind of seen this come in. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I think it. it, it I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. I mean, seriously, like, apparently they're gonna last in what, 17 days? So yeah. Three weeks. So if you guys so, don't know what's going on, is AMC and Universal. It's uh, uh, Universal themselves as publishers, yeah. right? Are uh, announcing that basically the two companies are going to start when they when they start releasing stuff on in theaters right for now on uh just 17 days after it's already been played in cinemas which would be the first week and the second week of sales and, in this case and third uh, week is three weeks oh basically. okay sorry three weeks of sales right yeah they would uh, actually release it on a uh, video on demand which means like you know netflix hulu amazon all uh, that kind of stuff but I like for rentals and i yeah, I don't think it'd be on Netflix or Hulu. It would just be on iTunes, probably Amazon to rent yeah, or buy. Or, or, um, yeah, but basically, uh, well, it's a broad statement of saying video on demand. Yeah. It could or, be anywhere. Yeah. It's PVOD. It's paid for uh, on demand. Paid video on demand. Premium video on demand. But okay, you could premium, also state yeah. that with like HBO Max and stuff like that as well. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's a very broad well, way of also, it. from what I read too, apparently, like depending on the franchise, the movie, or like the movie in general, like if it's a lower budget film, it'll be 17 days, but like a Marvel film might be longer. I was reading on another website, oh, okay. so it might be more than 17 days. And also, too, like they're gonna price it at 19.99. I saw as well on another article. I'm on CNN right now. I'm not. I'm not really uh, seeing some of that info I saw on uh, CNN um, business, but let me. I, Shit, but I heard it's gonna be nineteen ninety nine across the, all, all the boards, and it'll be on the AMC website as well too. So you can stream it on AMC as well. Yeah, on their, so uh, website. So I called it before, but I think it was so obvious before. But I did call yeah. it, and I will state it still. It was all because of Trolls World Tour. Yeah, well, and it was true. The whole thing was true. I. It's the thing is like, I like. If it's big enough news to like state a certain thing based on sales, based on numbers in general, I can already foresee something coming. Uh, like well, usually, I can I can tell because it's well, so obvious. Well, remember what I said too. It's like um, when we had this discussion, I think a while back. Also, like the going to see trolls in theaters, right? Let's mm-hmm. say a ticket's ten dollars, right? Yeah. You need, let's say, and you want to make about a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Let's say you, you know, so trolls open at the movie theaters ten dollars, and about a hundred people buy it, right? That's a hundred thousand dollars, some shit. So to get a hundred thousand dollars, all you need is fifty people to fucking buy it for twenty bucks or rent it right. online. Yeah. So true. it's it's really like a more for less, yeah. right? So that's but I mean, that's the, really what it is. But the thing is, there was more people that watched it though well, than true. in theaters too. On well, top of that, well, so they're making well, even more profit than n- normal. If that was the case, well, well, I don't know because like, hold on, let me see something. No, 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 no. It's it's just it's it's obvious. 
Yeah, but like, it wasn't like I, I get what you're trying to do with like the uh, like trying to find out the exact numbers. But let's be realistic about this, like very realistic. Yeah, people well, are at if, home more. People, uh, well, well, people are locked down. And but it's on demand. That's the thing. Yeah. That means that you can instantly get it now. Yeah, yeah. Which means that you wouldn't mind paying an extra ten bucks just to get it now. And yeah, because it's home. Which yeah. means that there's more people that would be willing to do that compared to somebody going to a theater. Because let's be honest, more people would rather go on video on demand stuff for streaming than to theaters. Like only like tri- uh, theater aficionado, not like people like us that are into theaters do it. But for convenience purposes, there's going to be more people to rather have the convenience factor, which would pay more, which means that there's a larger audience for that now because there's yeah. more convenience in that matter. And if they're also uh, making them pay more, yeah, it would make more of a profit than what, theaters, what unfortunately. What did it make on demand? Do you know? Uh, I think I mentioned it before, but uh, was it Trolls World Tour? Did, oh yeah, I did. I did search for this before. What was the? What was it? Because I know it made eleven million in the box office. Yeah. Uh. So I think it. So the first week, right? Yeah. Um. It grossed over 150 million in domestic mm. and 350 million worldwide. Mm. That's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, in reality, it's a, for one, it's a sequel to um, to Trolls, and also I don't think that's to, I don't think that matters in this fact. It, it, it does because it's a kids movie. No, no, but I don't think that matters in this fact. Oh, because well, I'm, because I'm it's gonna... the first. It was one of the first ones. It, the, let's keep this in the matter of fact, okay? Let me put this factor in then. Yeah. If you're gonna put that argument in, this was also named to be the first animated film that they released that was supposed to be in theaters first. Yeah. That was put on streaming. Well, in that whole said, scenario. You said domestically. Uh, wait, is domestic counting with the worldwide or is worldwide just separately by itself? Uh, worldwide is separate. Okay, so the original Trolls, do you know how much that made? Hmm. That made, th- it says box office 346 million. On worldwide? Uh, It's not really saying on the Wikipedia per se. Uh, okay, wait. Trolls go, oh, here we go. Trolls grossed 153 million in the U.S. and Canada, and 193 million in other countries for a worldwide total of 346 million, against a budget of 125 million. Oh wow! Yeah, this made 350 million. Yeah, so, so almost really the made, same price. Yeah, yeah, almost the same thing. So it, it's 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 really. I mean, I think also because it had that again. I feel like it's the still it's still the, it still proves the fact that. Uh, it worked. It worked. Yeah. That's what it proves. It still know. proves the fact that uh, that streaming is is can get it, it, okay. So let's say that like so it didn't make more profit than than somebody yeah. at theaters, but it still proves the fact that it still made as much. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm just I'm just saying like you know it's it's a it's um it it proved it worked in the in the in the um VOD market. Yeah, and so that's and, all. and against and against film in cinemas in general too yeah. so it's 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 a it's a world record it is yeah. and it's the world tour yeah <laughs> and 
just to let our listeners know, this is kind of a issue for the film industry, though, in terms of creativity and and uh, traditional tr- traditionality, tr- tr- traditional traditionalism. I guess that's the proper terminology for it. I, I don't know. I don't I know. No I'm, not, I'm, I'm, just... I'm not. I'm not an expert in fucking English. You're not a linguist. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a threat to cinemas. Just to let you guys know, and to us that are that love cinemas, because John loves cinemas. I love cinemas. It's it's a it's an experience, you know, and. Yep. It's it's a traditional experience that we we all love, and you know these cinemas are made a certain way, you know, with sound, with sound quality and everything, with with displays that like new tech that's uh, that's not even out for home theater uh, until the next like five years or so, right? It yeah. gets tech five years ahead when they build these kind of shit, and it's it's kind of sad because we might not see them anymore. This could be the end of cinemas. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the movie theater is opening up th- August thirty first, is what I heard. Yeah, but people. I heard there's also going to be closures again as well. <laughs> so, oh really? Yeah, it's it's fucking hit or miss. Right yeah, now, yeah. So it, it, but you see what I mean? That puts yeah. even more behind, and it's yeah. it's possible that these places can get bankrupt again. That's the thing. Yeah. Like it has oh. the threat of that. That's what I mean. That, that's what I'm trying to say. A, is that that's also a whole another political thing we don't want to get into on this show. Yeah, yeah. We don't want but, to. <laughs> I, but I mean, this could. Uh, I, I, we can't ignore the fact though that this is related to our issue of possibly yeah. theaters leaving. Which I mean, yeah. For us filmmakers that are into like independent filmmaking, um, yeah. making short films or or feature films mm-hmm. like cinemas. Won't be, it possibly won't be an option anymore. Did you see that one thing about the vertical uh, cinemas? No. Uh, I had to find it. I'll send it to you, but I I can't get into it because I it's an article I kind of peruse by a little bit. But something about like vertically, like people, like you know how the fucking it, I'll just say it like this from what I saw in the pictures. Remember um, Phantom Menace and like Star Wars when they go to those plays or whatever, and they're in those own booths. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like that. They're looking at like technology. Oh, like that I saw that. Keep, yeah, but yeah. that's more of like a. That's more of like they're trying to have like. I I I don't want to say it like really, uh, offensively, but it seems like a gimmick that they're trying to do to get people to go over there because you know yeah. it, it is true. It's it is kind of a gimmick and it's kind of a theme. A thematic yeah. kind of thing that they're trying to do, and it's pretty cool. That means that you know people can experience it a certain way, but that's just a gimmick. That's a thing, to, at least True. to me. Yeah, understandable. I mean, if it if it happens, I go see it to see how it oh, how yeah. it is. But but how yeah. long will that last? That's the thing. Well, I mean, also, I mean, I mean, I like the idea of having a private booth in a sense as well. You know, what I mean, right? Where, but how long will that last? Is what I'm saying. Like I, I that gimmick I no will idea. die down pretty quickly if you really think about it in long term. Well, yeah. I mean, again, we we don't know that we there's no one really testing it, so we can't really see if it fucking breaks through somehow anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, I if I were to base it on logic, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. Because the gimmick doesn't last that long. Yeah. Well. That some things lasted too long, like three D. Well, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, it, eventually, people will get sick of it. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. 
but so. the, but the thing is like uh the like I was saying to our listeners that we could be seeing the beginning stages of the end of cinema. We might not, but uh it just looks like it's starting to get to there. Like it's uh, if I were to put it on a percentage rating, we're looking at almost mm. like 70% possible. <laughs> so, yeah, shit. it's kind of sad. Uh but <coughs> I guess we'll move on from this. So this is uh, this episode is definitely about all the two major cameras that were announced. Oh, and this episode is brought to you by nothing because we are not sponsored yet. <laughs> um, did you want to do house cleaning? Like, housekeeping? Um, I'm trying to think of other housekeeping that we have to do. Oh, well, uh, let's talk real quick. I just want to mention this to you, but like the fucking the Zack Snyder fucking uh clip of justice league fucking popped out this weekend oh yeah that's la- right a few yeah. days ago black suit. which yeah black suit which is pretty dope and apparently it was cgi yeah i kind of figured they they kind of they kind of made it look obvious because it looks like his regular suit and everything um yeah. and they just changed the colors of it yeah, yeah and i heard that wasn't the final color set from Zack snyder himself yeah, yeah. so I mean, I mean also i i gotta give a shout out to Zack snyder for having like the best fucking webcam footage I've ever seen in my whole life. I, I gotta know. give a shout out to him too because these marketing campaigns for this is pretty top notch. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's honestly, also a double edged sword. Yeah, man. I well, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. That's that's more of like that's another subject. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I guess okay. Let's uh, let's go on to our the. I guess what we we'll name this like the na- the main thing. So, yeah. okay, let's talk about. You already talked about it uh, in uh, in another app in your own special episode about yes. it. Yes, 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 you, yes. Because you couldn't uh, you couldn't like keep it within you for a long time, so you just like you just burst it out with it. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, like I I wish I could. I should just record myself when I have all these thoughts in my head, like right away because when i recorded that episode I was like yeah i kind of fucking blanked out a few times about what i hated about the camera and we're talking yes, about we should wait it out 12k <laughs> yeah like i'm terrible at waiting things I, I if i wait something out i'm fuck, like i i wrote a uh 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 i wrote something to someone and i had all these thoughts in my head and by the time i actually sat down to write it i totally like forgot what i wrote like thought about like 20 minutes earlier and i was yeah. like shit i mean if you I'm guys want to know what we're referring to, it's the Black Magic uh, Ursa Mini Pro that they announced, the well, new one that's 12K. 12K. Yeah, the 12 12K one. K. So, Ugh. if you want to know, I don't think, John, you didn't really talk about like majorly the specs on it because. No, no, I didn't because I don't give a fuck about the specs. <laughs> well, in this case, because we got a lot of like listeners that want to know about that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So Give a quick rundown. Yeah, let's get the quick rundown. So it has a, it basically has, uh, so the sensor is a super thirty five sensor for the mm-hmm. for this camera. Um, yep. it is uh, it can go off of a, and it's mainly off of an uh, EF mount, and there no, is no, it's not, it's not, it's a PL mount, it's a PL mount, and the optional EF and lens mounts. Are oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's a PL mount that can be interchanged into an EF yeah. or an F mount if you're using Fujifilm. Uh, or uh, lenses. Is it Nikon? Or Nikon. Yeah, Nikon's F. Is it F? Okay, I'm just, I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, they no, they do no. J mounts, huh? 
Uh, I, I don't know. I don't use Fuji, Fuji so okay. yeah, I just know whichever I know one. F. We, we yeah, whatever. If you notice, John and I only mess with EF. <laughs> I think and mostly ninety percent of everyone messes with like and emails. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the okay, so it's able. T- it's uh, so you can't interchange it with EF because most people that I know use Canon. Um, yep. So uh, it's able to do that. It has fourteen stops of dynamic range, so that's a pretty common thing for these for uh these freaking ursa mini and uh and also like they're 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 pretty much their whole brand even the even the uh the pocket the pocket i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't because the ursa fucking mini g2 and the ursa mini pro uh where's the regular one are both fucking uh 15 stops Okay. Like, how well, do you fucking regard, go regardless, it's just one stop difference, though. I mean, yeah, it does make a big difference in some cases. Yeah. It's still better than the average camera, though, so I'll say that. But, uh, but still, you're, you're you're doing a 12k camera. You couldn't stay with the same dynamic range, or you couldn't fucking like go, "Hey, we're gonna do 16 stops." You know what I mean? Like, like you can't it really like. There oh, could be uh, there could be like uh, some factors that come into it, which I, I so. won't get into because it deals with the, what we're going to talk about later. Okay. Uh, <coughs> <we're Ken>. uh. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> so, um, the thing is it is 14 stops. Um, it yeah. does. So the biggest factor about this camera is the 12 K. So it's able to do 12 K recording and I'll get to the, uh, the details about that. Um, it could yeah. do 12K, it could do 8K, 6K, and 4K all together. Surprisingly, there's no 1080. So, <laughs> is there any? Is there any 2K? There's no 2K either. Then yeah, I'm there's guessing. no 2K either. So oh, just wow. keep that in mind. Um, so the frame rates that are available on these on this camera is it's able to do uh up to 60 on uh 12K. 12K. No, I'm talking about frame rate. Yeah, up to 60 on 12K. Well, yeah, 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 but uh, I mean, uh, overall, like it's able oh. to do, like its highest is sixty, and well, yeah, I was gonna get to that, um, and then uh, it, but it does have a way of doing high frame rate, like up to one hundred and ten FPS, which is kind of weird because most things are one twenty as a as a standard, but we'll get into that more. Um, well, that's only eight K DCI full sensor. Yeah, I mean, no, then you get. Yeah, but right, also, right. I know, I know, I'm probably burying the fucking lead on you, but like, apparently, like, you get six K at super sixteen up to one hundred and twenty frames, and four K super sixteen up to two. Yeah, yeah, that's I was going to get. Into I'm sorry. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll get into that to that finer details. But uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go through like the major things real yeah. quick. So it does have built-in ND filters again. It has two mm-hmm. stops, four stops, and six stops. Uh, they are uh, also infrared ND filters. Yep. Um, because for some reason, uh, Blackmagic still has that problem. But they, but they, but they fixed it, of course, with this. But, but it's 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 kind of weird. Um. They have focus, they have autofocus, all that stuff. They have iris control. We already know all that stuff. Yeah. It comes with an LCD screen. Uh, it's basically like the normal stuff. It's uh, it's, it's basically a G2, but with 12K. Right. It has most of this, uh, the same stuff. Like It still has 12G SDI uh, yeah. and, and all that. It has two XLR uh, inputs and everything. It's Yeah, like you said, it's it's the same thing. It's a, it's a yeah. G2 and all that. It, now It just didn't impress me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's interesting though is that it does have different resolutions, and a lot of it can do 
certain types. But here's the thing that's very interesting. So it can do 12K. It could do 12K DCI, 12K 16 by 9, 12K and uh, 12K anamorphic. It could also do 8K DCI and so on, like the rest of the others. Um, like John was saying, it could do 6K and 4K in Super 16 mode, which is very interesting. It's very specific, yeah. too. Um, and then, of course, it's 4K, which is so has everything like DCI, 16 by 9, 2.35 by you're, 1, you know. I have a question for you. Let me, can I ask you something real quick? Because I'm on the Blackmagic website while you're going over this real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the text specs also. So it goes 12K, 8K... But it fucking skips 6K, basically. So no, 6K it's not is 6K. It's just Super no, it just 16 says, 6K. It just, yeah, just Super 16. It doesn't do regular. Like, it doesn't do... Uh, no, it doesn't do 6K. full uh, open game yeah. 6K. But, or, or which even, is weird. Or even Super 35 base uh, 6K. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, like Super 35 is open gate. Sorry. I, I feel. I just feel like that's weird. You go from 12K, 8K. It's like, fuck 6K, because you who wants to shoot fucking Super 16 unless you're doing yeah, slow-mo? I, I, I don't know. And here's all the I don't flavors for 4K. I don't either. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm so, a little perplexed. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Um, now the frame rates for these resolution as well for like 12K, it could it's it can go up to it uses the full. Now these use most of these use full sensor just to let you know. Um, so 12K can go full sensor as an open gate is another term for full sensor by the way. Um, 12K uh, can go up to 60 FPS. 8K DCI, which counts as full sensor, uh, can do 110 FPS. And 4K DCI, which they skip 6K, like you were saying again. Um, 5K or 4K DCI can go full sensor 110 uh, FPS again. Um, but they also could do 140 FPS in 8K 2.35 1 and 4K 2.35 1 as well. So you can huh. unlock 140 FPS that way, which gives you a widescreen look and all, and it kind of gives you that crop factor still, but it looks, yeah. I guess, cinematic in some ways. <laughs> um, but you can unlock, the the weirdest thing is this can do 220 FPS. It's possible, but in 4K Super 16. Yeah, which is like, I get, weird. I get, um, and then you yeah. can do 6K Super 16, and it unlocks 120 FPS. Then so, why'd you put like why'd you make it a camera with 4K? Then I feel like just fucking make 6K. Like you know um, what I mean? just leave it. Maybe at 6K. file sizes. Yeah, I mean then, but you know what I mean? Seriously, then they should have 12K, 8K, 4K. Got rid of the 6K and put 1080 and 2K in there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's their reasoning behind this. But the thing is, I never said my two cents about this. Yeah, um, go ahead. And honestly, this is a stupid camera. I, I'm going to blatantly, blatantly say it. I think this is a stupid camera. Um, yeah, I agree. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I get the whole future proofing and all that, but are we ready for that future proofing? Honestly, we're not even distributing stuff in 12K. We're not even distributing a lot of stuff in 8K yet. Yeah, I get the R5 came out, but it's still the only camera that does that in terms of like for the masses. It's the yeah. only camera that does 8K, and there's just not enough demand for that 8k there's there's more demand for 6k like you're saying now yeah. nowadays from what i'm seeing there's more demand for even, 6k to downgrade to 4k or downgrade even, to 10 1080p even 5k is still usable 
Yeah, you know I mean? that's what it's I mean. Too, but yeah. we see more 6K in this case because yeah. there's more cameras that use 6K now. Yeah, and it's, exactly. It's just it's fucking weird. Honestly, I don't I I don't know what Blackmagic is doing, and I'll still say it. Fucking Blackmagic's color science is shit to me. Still, I don't I don't I never liked it. I know I just still don't like it, and I. This camera is just not appealing, personally. You know, I think for me it would have been more appealing if they fucking changed the design. You know what I mean? Make yeah, it. But separate. then that's just a design, though. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, like it would have. I mean, not would have. I mean, it would have made me feel a little bit like, oh, okay, maybe I'll I'll give it a shot, change the design a little bit. Like, and also you slap twelve k on the fucking side of the goddamn thing, and it's still a G two. Like, I mean, also. I don't trust Black Magic's fucking. They they're putting a new sensor in this. I believe I said this in my in my podcast. Um, they put it like they worked on their own sensor. I don't trust anyone making their first generation of a sensor because look at your your first iPhone. Look at look at the first three iPhones. The iPhone didn't really hit its mark till a third or third. But then you also got to start three GS fucking. What was that? You also got to start somewhere too, though. Oh yeah, you got to start somewhere. But at the same time, like. I'm pretty sure they create the sensor for the fucking um, Black Magic production cameras and stuff like that. Those earlier offset ones, and they sucked. Yeah, and I think that could that's that's the reason for that IR issue, that IR pollution yeah. issue. Like, that could how be do you the not have that finished reason. yet? Yeah, I, yeah. How do you not have that fixed yet? Like, seriously. Yeah, but now that but they do add in ND filters to this, like built in, but they are IR ND filters. So it's like they still haven't fixed it, but they try to compensate with it with. Yeah, you know these ND filters yeah. built in. It, I, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I, I, it's yeah, like, I I don't understand it either. Honestly, like to be honest, looking at this camera itself, it's not appealing to me. The, they still haven't fixed. Like if 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 they wanted to make this appealing, there was other factors they could have ended. Like you were yeah. saying beforehand, if it was full frame, that would have been that would have been uh, understandable, and it would be uh, competitive to the market right now. Yep. Like, yep. And I think I think that's what they should have went for. I mean, seriously, you change the body around, you fucking make it full 8K or 6K full frame. And, you know, because, like, that's what would have fucking sold, I think, sold me more on it as well. And even, like, having, having 15 stops of dynamic range. I mean, like, seriously, like, I know we're going to talk about an overheating issue later, but if you look at the design of the Blackmagic Ursa Mini, and, you, and you, we all know this, the thermals and the fucking cooling... It does get hot, but at the same time, it's like the it's like the Mac trash can. All that shit goes up, so yeah. it 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 does that. So there's a there's more fans on that camera, so True. it won't be as bad. So like doing True. you know, it, I think 12k. There's gonna be I think there, I bet you there's gonna be a heating issue on this fucking camera somehow. There's gonna be problems. I don't are gonna think there's gonna be heating issues. I don't foresee that honestly this time. Yeah. I could I saw it for uh, on on the Canon for sure. Well, yeah, that 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 yeah. I think it's just because it's a the uh, this is a proper cinema camera that can handle these kind of things and it has a better processor than than okay, something that's, that's a smaller body, you know, like that yeah. R5. But the thing is, uh, like I said, I personally I think what would made this more appealing is yes, like you were saying the 8K and the 6K in full with a full uh with full yeah. frame. Um yeah. yes, more dynamic range, maybe 16 stops. Uh yeah. maybe even a 16 plus stop you know like yeah, variable that's what red's giving you um what would be more even more appealing to me that would probably be ahead of its time too is mm -hmm. end well i mean technically 
They have e- they have no, well, they have ND. They don't have, have END. ND. Oh, like the electronic version. Yeah, of it. I mean, but I mean, they're giving you two, four, and six stops. I think. Yeah, but that's pretty... the thing, though. Like, e- the thing is, what I would say is more appealing, though, and more mm-hmm. of a a future proofing than twelve K. Because that if they're going off of this whole thing with twelve K, because well, how I think of this twelve K is trying to be uh, ahead of the game on some yeah. on on a resolution scale i think they sh- if they were going to think of more future proofing i think it would have been better to do the end honestly because end is more versatile it makes sense more and if yeah. you're going to use it for a documentary dude can you imagine the, e- the one thing that makes end like something that's more useful than 12k is the fact from going inside a home to outside and it, it adjust automatically yeah that's in the much more amazing thing to me, and there's been proofs of those kind of uh, c- concepts already on mm-hmm. some cameras out there. I think that's yeah. more usable. Yeah, that, might, that makes sense. Yeah, that that's I mean, my uh, opinion, and that would have been really appealing, right? That would be appealing. I mean, I, I never used DND before, so I can't really like. But you have know, you seen stuff about it? It's fucking amazing and yeah, practical pretty, stuff. It's fucking it's amazing. Interesting. Yeah, I I think also like with this camera, it's just like it's trying to it's trying to make IMAX for uh, consumers as well. Like, oh, IMAX, want, not IMAX. Yeah. no IMAX, IMAX. Yeah, IMAX cameras because that's what like Grant Petty in the fucking um in the in the sh- in the fucking video when they announced this camera mentioned IMAX and like this camera is basically an IMAX camera. In a it sense, doesn't because well, I mean, well, like, okay, if you're looking at it at software based IMAX, I guess, because if you want to make something that's close enough to true IMAX, it's definitely like large format sensors, yeah. But that's what they're trying to make it like this IMAX style 12K with enough resolution, like it can be an IMAX style like camera for a low budget filmmaker through software. I guess so. Because I mean, IMAX what... cameras don't rely on resolution. They rely on sensor I know. size. I know, but like if you did you, you didn't watch the you didn't watch the video, right? Or no? No, no, but I can already tell by scientific matters. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. It, that doesn't well, I... make sense to me besides the fact that it's more pixel counts when yeah. uh when sensors is what determines the the IMAX look. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, like I like I'll, I'll admit it. I might have misheard him, so I, I don't think I did, but the way it was coming off, it sounded like he was doing. He wanted that, and again, if he, if I misunderstood him, I apologize. But well, that's no, you, what you it could be off. right in some. The, yeah. Like it, it makes sense in that matter because it is a larger screen. It's 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 for a larger screen size, so it makes sense. But yeah. that's more of a software thing. So here's the thing about resolutions, guys. Resolution, uh, like if I were to tell the listeners too, resolution is based on more pixel counts, which means that it gives you for larger. Um, screens and everything like that. Yes, that's very true, but it's in the software level because you're using resolution, and you're uh, and you could even do it off a Super Thirty Five sensor in this case for those kind of large sizes. But it's like it's pretty much just software base. Now a larger sensor is based on hardware because it's a sensor itself, and it gives off that whole look of the IMAX. Which honestly. If we look at it uh, through, if we look at history in general, hardware always beats software in terms of looks and quality styles in any kind of like market that's based on media. You know, hardware yeah. always trumps in some cases until software catches up. 
but software usually takes like 10 years to catch up to that quality and sometimes there's a hardware that that comes out during that time period that ups that ups the game again you know and that's what i mean like software i think has i will i will admit to you man when you say it that way yes 12k is kind of close to imax in software terms but in hardware uh we're still stuck at super 35s and full frame we still don't have enough cameras to have large format besides airy and all that which large format is the closest thing to imax outside of imax cameras i mean you know very true so I, I don't know. That's just how I look at it because it makes sense in the logical term. Yeah, but I, I guess, yeah, you could put 12K as being in that matter. Um, do I like it? No. It's not going to make a difference. I still think sensor trumps over resolution because, uh, like, here's the there, – there's really no benefit to 12K besides more pixels and more uh, more color that you're able to produce off of it because of yeah. the uh, extra pixels. But let's be honest, a larger sensor gives more low light overall, uh, gives you more pixel counts based on the hardware itself before software even comes in. So you're getting straight from the, from the source itself and you get shallower depth of field. That's in a crazy Avenue, especially large sensors. That's, yeah. that's, a major shallow depth of field that you can get off of that. It makes it easier to get that. It makes it more adjustable that way. That's why a lot of people like these full frames versus super 35s because larger sensor, you know, but like that, that's a whole nother story. But what I'm trying to say is that compared to a 12 K let's give an example. 12 K won't give you better low light compared to a large format and IMAX. Um, it won't get you uh, a more shallower depth of field that's based on lenses at that point while the sensor on the actual hardware when you go large format and IMAX will have that benefit right off the bat so that's why I'm saying 12k is, is kind of shit it's not it's not going to change anything it's just another software way of like like what, what is that like virtualization like uh like uh it's kind of like when you try to mimic surround sound to stereo speakers you know yeah kind of it's kind of like the same thing it's like upscaling kind of way but it's not true you know that's how yeah. i look at it at least and uh that's why i'm not into this resolution game at all <laughs> yeah. resolution game not strong with this one no it isn't <laughs> but yeah so this came out and it's just it doesn't make sense to me i i you know i would still go for the g2 over that honestly <laughs> like yeah, personally i, I think i I saw a few people that said, I think I'd still go for the G2. Yeah, there's a lot of people oh, yeah. that are strongly for it, though. I'm just like, why? You know, I, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of the people I know were, like, meh about it. Like, yeah. I think I saw, out of every, like, ten people I knew, only, like, you know, one out of every ten liked it. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to say that people aren't aware of things but i'm going to say this i don't think i think the people that are for it are not are looking at it like based on not enough information uh in general about educational purposes of technical speculations and specs you know like i i don't think there these people are well versed in understanding the technical Mm. side now i'm not saying 
I'm not. Don't get me wrong, listeners. I'm not saying that like people. I'm not blatantly saying like people are stupid or anything like that. I'm just saying that we all have. It's just the majority of like videographers and like cinematographers are based on art, artistic value, or or creative values, right? Instead of understanding yeah. the full technical aspects of things. The thing is, when you actually really break down the technical specs and actually see the differences in the technical side of things, you start to go, oh, and, and understand the scientific values of it. You start to go, oh, this doesn't make sense, though. I think it's maybe a curse of mine that I noticed that kind of stuff, but, you know, mm. I just, yeah. it, it just doesn't make sense to me, this this product. Yeah, I mean the only the only thing it makes sense too in the twelve K sense. Also, I think I saw this as a as a uh, comment is that is it you can easily shoot twelve K and B raw and edit on a laptop because it's not processor heavy. Oh, so you can easily it's try and make you work in DaVinci Resolve. So it's like makes that caveat. Sense. But you know, not everyone. Or is, you could punch you know, in like crazy. Oh yeah, but I feel like that again. I think. You might have said this. It takes away, and I said this in the podcast. My old, my other podcast is like it takes away from the mastery of making. You know, it's just lazy filmmaking then, and then people will take that, and then it's a crutch. Twelve K is a crutch then. Yeah, it's a very, you know it's I mean? a very double edged sword because in yeah. some case, yeah, it makes things easier in post. I'll admit that. Yeah. But it also, yeah, it does take away creativity because now you're not yeah. thinking about like, oh, I want to uh, let, let let's give an example. I want to do a close up shot. But sometimes bringing the camera f- closer will bring like a certain look to it, versus yeah. like being far away and then punching in and post. Yeah. It's it's very lazy. Yes, you're right. And and in if you punch it in and post, it will look like you're doing a zoom off of like uh, yeah with with no but with it, no shallow depth of field. By the way, yeah. And but then like even if you punch, if I punched in right now and zoom in, I just punched in, in general just to make a shot like. You then I would have to then fake it to make it look like a fucking like yeah, exactly. shallow depth of field. Then I rotoscope yeah, yeah. something around me to yeah exactly. Do this, then, yeah, like then you're just making more work for yourself, man. Just like yeah, yeah, just like, exactly. Like that. That's <sighs> what I mean when you like you have yeah, no, you don't get the shallow depth of field for one of yeah. like when you actually zoom in on a real lens because it mimics yeah. that whole thing if you punch in like that. E- even distortion with if you shoot, let's say you want to do a fucking. You know, instead of using a fifty as a close up, you want to do a fourteen on a close up. Then oh yeah, distortion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that with too. the with the rounded face look and everything like that. Yeah. If you have like a Whole really extreme close up, you know. Yeah. So. Well, it lo- almost looks like a fisheye look, but it's not a fisheye look. It has a certain yeah. uh, uh, characteristic about it that looks interesting, you know. But you yeah. can't mimic that when you punch in. It's impossible. Yeah, it is impossible. So. And- I mean, it's it's possible, but damn, that work is going to be ridiculous. You're going to spend a whole bunch of fucking work on one shot to make it look like that, but it's not even going to be still close to that quality still. No. Yeah. No. You make you you'll get it like fifty percent of the way. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but but already it's too much work just for one shot. So. Oh yeah. It's 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 a. Honestly, it's kind of a dumb concept. I don't really like this whole resolution game. If anything, can we start getting outside outside of the HDR I was talking about before, right? Can we yeah. actually start 
and I don't you I you have this thing about uh your own thing about like full frame though, right? But let me yeah. let me say, can we start like seeing cameras start moving like cinema cameras if you want to go ahead of things? Can we start seeing like instead of twelve K, can we start seeing like um like cameras start using medium format and large format sensors now? Well, large formats when you get to IMAX. I mean, no, it's not we- at IMAX, but it's close. Yeah, but that, I mean, I mean, but again, if you think about it, like, no, but I mean, like, as a common, like, like change of pace, can we start no, seeing know, like but, medium but, but and I'm all that and become if, a norm? If medi- medium format is then you go by resolution there. I feel like because then then you're really using medium format for that situation. Medium format also, it's going to take up a lot more processing power, and that's when cameras will overheat. I feel like that will be a fucking no, issue. no. That's dude. That's like the same thing as what I was saying. You, you, it's it's just hardware. And yeah, I get the overheating part, but then you can start making a body based on that uh, on that heat compensation. That's the thing, and that would go with, with what you're saying, like a change in design yeah. in this case. Do you know how much a medium format just photo- photography camera is? There's a camera that already has medium format, and it's a Fuji based camera. What camera is that? I'm just trying to make my point. There are cameras no, that can do that. And of course, um, yeah, it's a medium format camera. Yeah, it's a. am seeing one right now, the GFX 100, right? Yeah, is that is that a Fujifilm based one? There, yeah, there's, yeah, there's two see, of them. I see. Yeah. There's two. There's a, GR, a GFX 50R, and then there's a 100. The 100 yeah, but, is a the, but you see how yeah. you see how uh, big that body is? Like, it's not humongous and yeah. it's possible is i'm just trying to say that cinema cameras can start moving to that since we're already like doing 8k and 6k on mirrorless yeah. bodies and and in small form factors what would be the yeah. next level up in this case for hardware and personally i think for cinema cameras in this case the next step up is going larger than full frame in this case medium format and large format and that would be I, cool as a norm because then we could yeah. get airy quality. We get all the benefits of that shallow depth of field. Um, we get low light, crazy low light capability, like even better than even uh, the camera we're yeah. about to talk about well, next. And you're, and you're gonna have to also, sorry to cut you off, but you're gonna have to fucking like figure out a whole new lens system too, because I don't think medium yeah, format. I, I, but that's fine. That's cinema, though. Yeah, we expect those kind of changes for cinema. You see what I mean? I see what you mean, but I can't really put my finger on it. It it's it's a great thought, but I think there's limitations to certain things in that regard. But I don't know. Don't quote me again. I'm probably wrong about that. But I mean, I, well, yes, I would like to see this medium format. Show show and, me that camera. And large format being a norm. Large, but large format. I don't know that that's I feel like that takes a cake because large format fucking cameras are just fucking I've worked with a large format photography camera and that shit's a fucking pain in the ass. Well, the only cameras that I know that has large format is Airy. Oh, yeah, the large. Okay, that's large format because they put the sensor together. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking I was totally thinking about those old fucking school photography cameras. Yeah, see, I'm talking about LF and MF. Oh yeah, that that's cool if you do that. That's what I'm trying the, to talk about. 
Like, yeah, it, I know, no, I know that. I was just thinking about something else about that. I mean, I, I got confused with something, and I was thinking of it in a different way. Okay, so if you think about it in this way, in in this case, like with Airy yeah. having a large format for their cameras, right? And they're yeah. the only ones doing it, right? Or I'm sorry, Kinefinity has their LF too, their Mavo yeah. LFs and stuff like that. They have mm. their large formats too. Imagine it becoming a norm now, like almost. But mm, you know what? I think that also ends up to the whole idea of you saying gimmick as well too. No, it's not a gimmick. No, it's no, it's definitely a difference in change because. Okay, like I said, large large format looks way better than any of these cameras. Yeah, there's a reason why people use Airy more in Hollywood yeah. and shit like that because it looks better. A mm. larger a larger sensor size, a majorly large sensor size like that has so many benefits off of it. It's just another scientific fact about it. That's what I'm saying. Like it makes a difference in your image. If you've seen LF versus like super 35 versus full frame, you can see a ginormous, I don't even know if that's a true word, but you can see a humongous difference in quality. And that's where I think we should start heading to because the thing is it's only exclusive to Airy and Fujifilm in this case and Kinefinity they're the only ones that yeah. do large format and medium format. And those are larger than full frame, guys, by the way. Larger sensors than that. But like you were saying before, you, it would be cool to see a new design, right? To For like what you were saying earlier with this yeah. camera. Imagine if they went medium uh, format, which is bigger than full frame, and they yeah. changed the design because of that. I'm just saying it, it makes sense yeah. and it will. And it, that seems like a much more sensible than 10, 12 K because then you get all the benefits of that larger mm. sensor versus 12 K and doesn't get a lot of benefits besides punching in. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I got you. It's more cinematic too, by the way, which is what we want. Mm hmm. I mean, I'd, I just want to point that out because it's it makes sense and it's logical and it and it benefits the cinema. I mean, world. it's probably gonna it's probably gonna come in the next five to ten years. Yeah, that's a long fucking time though. It's like when it's kind of like that whole technology and and it's it, it's like a repeat of history where like a technology comes out for the highest end cameras and then it comes yeah. uh, in five to ten years and then and then there's going to be yeah. a newer newer technology for the higher end cameras that's going to be different again. Watch the next, like, say if that does come out, let's, let's say that medium format and large format becomes like a norm on cinema lines, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, IMAX will be probably a norm in the high end market. Watch, like, for but yeah. with cheaper cameras in that market, like in Airy and all that. Mm. I can I can foresee that happening too, but that's looking ahead. That's that's another thing, and that's just uh, that's just predictions and stuff like that because it only makes yeah, yeah. sense uh, be based on history. But yeah, um, other than that, let's move on to our next thing, which is a huge one. This is a huge. This is huge news. So we did. Huge. Yeah, yeah. We did mention. Uh, okay, let me just point point this out there for a while. Yes, we did. We did kind of. I'm sorry, guys. We did kind of say stuff about Sony, 
we did say our our two cents about Sony and some if some of you that like Sony um if if we kind of offended you in any way or if, no, if you're like no, listening No, fuck them. Fuck that shit because we say whatever we want on this podcast. Well, I'm going to say sorry. You you don't have to, but I'm going to say sorry. I'm not going to say sorry. Um because yes, the A7S3 did come out. Yeah. And I have to admit I didn't expect this to be that this good. The question is, is Mark going to buy this camera? Because every month you would probably hear Mark say, <laughs> I don't know what camera to get, man. Every every Actually, it's every week he call, He actually texts me at least once a week saying, I'm going to get this camera. Then like a week later, it's a different camera. So Mark, let's answer the million dollar question first. Are you going to get the A7S III? I'm going to wait it. Okay. Let me get to the specs I like how, first. Very, very political of you. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. Uh, there's a reason. Uh, I have. I have a reason for why I say that. Um, All right, go ahead. A very good reason. But first, let me get to the specs before I get to that reason. Okay, so here is the confirmed specs for sure. Um, the the sensor is that new Exmor R CMOS sensor, which is used on that new vlog camera, by the way, that they have. The same sensor. Uh, it's full frame. Um, it is the same sensor that they also use on the FX9. Yes. So that's very important because it's using the new uh, the new color science, by the way, which yeah. is fucking it, accurate, by the way. It's not as good as Canon. Venice, isn't that that Venice color science? Yeah, it's not as good as Canon, but my God, it's so close. It's probably it's probably the second best look in in uh in these brands it's the second best mm. color science i've seen yet like better it's almost as good as canon so i am very impressed by this color science i've seen videos i've seen i've seen footage i've seen uh all the specs i even i even seen real world applications based on the specs and even uh what are the downsides and the upsides to this this camera guys is very impressive i have to admit so, um, so like I said, it has this new sensor. It's capable of doing that. Um, it could do 4K up to 120 frames, which is pretty amazing on its own. Um, it uh, so here's the fucking craziest part about this. Its ISO range is 409,600 ISO. <laughs> That's what the fuck, you know? <laughs> so it reclaimed itself as the low light king again. Um, and we'll get more onto that later. Um, it has, uh, it has raw capabilities through HDMI, through an Automos or anything in the future, because they're thinking about future products for this, that does 16 bit output for raw. Just to let you guys know, there's nothing out there that can actually use that 16 bit, but there's planned products in the, in the making for it. So that's a little bit of future proofing on its own self. So that's pretty crazy. It's the first fucking Sony mirrorless camera that has 422 10-bit on every mode. What the fuck, dude? That Everything in Sony's lineup has been 8-bit. Almost every camera except for their cinema lines. Everything in their mirrorless market, everything in, their, in Sony products outside of cinema has all been 8-bit, 420 that was its major crutch. Everything is 422 10-bit this time on this camera. Oh, and you know what's even crazier? 
It has S-Log3. So here's the problem with S-Log3, guys. There was an issue with S-Log3 for a long time where the lowest ISO off of it, right, only goes down to the lowest is 1,000 ISO. So you can't go below 1,000, even on the cinema lineup like the FX9, the FS7, uh, Mark II, and everything like that, right? Nothing went, if you wanted to use S-Log3, which is their highest dynamic range that you can get off of these cameras, by the way, nothing goes below 1,000. This is their first fucking camera that could go up to 126 ISO in S-Log3. That's impressive. That's fucking phenomenal. It was one of the biggest things I've ever heard when I watched a certain video about it because he actually showed it in front of his screen. And I'm talking about Brandon from uh, from uh, Linus Tech Tips. He actually yeah. pointed it out. It said 126 ISO with S-Log3. That's a world first, by the way, which means that you could use the full utilization of that dynamic range, finally. That is fucking yeah. phenomenal. That changes that changes a lot of things on its own. Um, but let me that's not where it stops, guys. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Um, it has five axis in body st- IBIS stabilization, uh, 5.5 stops, which is still fucking impressive, by the way. Um, that's ridiculously impressive. And for the first time ever, it's the first Sony uh, mirrorless camera that has an articulating touchscreen, a, a flip-out screen. Oh, yeah. It's the first one ever. That's huge for a lot of people. That's a, a humongous plus. And it's touchscreen as well. And their, new, their menu interface is completely new, too. It's, it's less clutter, and it's actually made like a... It's, it's made like a... Like... Uh, like, how how can I describe it? It's made on the side with tabs this time, like almost like a like a side view kind of way of menu system. It's pretty amazing for what it is. Um, and uh, it could use two CFX F Express in that same in those slots, right? But in that same two slots that can use two CF Express cards, it could use SD in that same slots on both of them. Yeah, because that CFX CFast Express A is the same as an SD card. Yeah, well, I mean, but this is the first time we ever seen that kind of slot where it's put together. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's that's impressive. You, that's an impressive compressed way of doing it. And did you know there's three versions of those car, type of cards? By the way, there's an A, a type A, type B, and type yeah, C. yeah, uh, yeah. But I just found out today. But, but okay, so that's all the specs. Um, the other thing that I wanted to point out is that it could do so it could do 4K 120p, right? Um, just to let you guys know that the th- the three things that they like to boast about this camera um is the 4K, the 1080p that goes up to 240 fps as well. Now, it's that's kind of ridiculous, but it's there and it's available. You don't have to use it, but it's available. That's the coolest thing about it. So it does have that. The coolest thing, in my opinion, is not just those things. It's the fucking bit rate. It's able to do 600 megabits per second data. Wow. That's incredible. That means your color fidelity is top notch. It's cinema quality top notch. It's Mm -hmm. like having an FX9 
Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's incredible, dude. 600 megabits. By the way, 600 megabits is available both on 1080p and 4K. Pretty awesome. On 240 FPS and 120 FPS at most. So if you even go to 24 FPS, you could still use that full 600. It's 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 wild, dude. Dude, it's blowing my mind every single time I'm hearing about this. Um, the second thing that's that's uh pretty widespread is their autofocus. Their autofocus is fucking better. It's as good as a Canon now. Oh wow. Yeah, like I was like, what the fuck? How is this possible? Like they really went all out on this camera. Um. Yeah, they did. And then their final. And they're kind of jabbed towards Canon, just to let you know. This is what I'm talking about when we were going to talk about this. So, yes, there is, there's still overheating on this camera. But after an hour, mm. they, they recommend you to not go after an hour. But the one thing that makes it, this camera cool versus the R5 and the R6, right? is mm-hmm. the fact that this can shoot with no um runtime limit. That's always a plus. Yes. And this can do at least an hour, which most of the time we're not really shooting for an hour anyways besides if you're doing mm-hmm. those kind of long form stuff like, you know, documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But they they say at 4K 60 FPS 60 FPS, it could run for a whole hour without overheating. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, and it does use H.265, but you can still bypass all that by getting uh, an Automos recorder and getting, Mm -hmm. get this, 4K ProRes RAW in 60 frames per second as well. What the fuck, dude? You see what I mean? It's like, wow, wow. Like, this is an impressive yeah. fucking camera, dude. Like, really impressive. Like, I hate to say this, guys, but I have to admit, I I made fun of this camera at first. But, bravo, Sony. You know, I will not say anything until we see more reviews because, again... When the R5 and R6 came out and, you know, there wasn't any mention about an overheating issue that I recall. I saw the Peter McKinnon video. I've seen a few other videos. No one mentioned it. And then shit hit the fan when it started popping out. So, yeah, but I'll I mean, wait. an hour is better I'll than... Uh... Yeah, but at the same time, they're saying an hour. But at the same time, what if someone gets in and it starts overheating? Well, uh, Potato Jet did something about that, actually. Let me put that out there. So he, he has cause... he has the incubator, right? Yeah. He put it at 43 Celsius, which is uh, around 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. He ran it for an hour in 4K60. Um, it lasted 45 minutes. And that's an extreme countermeasure. So I think you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Well, I'll wait till more reviews come out because Pateroja isn't the be all end all. Yeah, but that proves scientifically that it can already. Yeah. That's a proof. How how much proof do you need though after that? That's an incubator, forty three degrees Celsius. That proves that it can do it. Because it's one camera. I want to see 
multiple cameras. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Okay, that's kind of fair. Um, so I did see some You're other welcome. things that are pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was pretty cool is uh, when you put it against the EOS R regular, um, at 128,000 uh, ISO, it's still a clean image. Mm-hmm. So it 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 is the low light monster again. Yeah. It's the first camera in a long time that actually beats low light in other compared to other cameras. So bravo to Sony again for being the top again for that. Yeah. Uh, this camera makes more sense than a lot of cameras out there. Yeah. Because it's still 4K. They kept to 4K, but they u- they're they utilizing every benefit of 4K instead of trying yeah. to go higher in resolution. I I mean, also, I mean, you mentioned, like, the low-light beast, but, like, in if, if this camera came out after the R5, this camera came out after a few other ones, but, like, seriously, if this camera came out, like, three months ago and the R6 and R5 came out, and the low light was better than that, like then you know you know what I mean, like there's more time to develop that as well. This too. still has so better I, low light than those cameras though. No, I'm saying like, you know, it there's always something better that's gonna come out. So the next thing that pops out, you know, if it was, would have had something might have had something better, I'm saying. Yeah, when you yeah see but let's be honest, I don't think there's anything close to this at all till this yeah. time. Even like that close. The highest that I've ever seen is uh is twenty six thousand ISO, yeah. As dual native ISO, by the way, mm-hmm. and it's uh that's the only thing that was closest to that for clean. Uh, this can, like I said, this can even go as high as one hundred twenty eight thousand ISO and still have a clean image that's as good as that native dual native ISO. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's it's it's officially became. The lowly light beast again. They actually went a step ahead again, and they went yeah. a step ahead in other stuff too. If you noticed, it must have hurt our podcast when we bitched and yeah. complained about the camera. No, you know what my uh, theory is with this camera. What's your theory. My theory is I think they were waiting for the R five and R six first before they re- released news about this. That makes that makes sense to see what would happen. Because why would they put out the overheating thing in the notes? Yeah, well, that's perfect press fucking release timing, too. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, why would they be ready for that? They had to have, like, waited until those cameras came out first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were trying to, they were trying to see what, assess what would happen. And I could be, like, conspiracy theorying it, though. But, like, you could be right, too. It makes sense, though. Yeah. Um, as you can see, the main, the main parts that stands out to me, that's already like incredible for what it is though, outside of like, uh, bias and everything like that. If we're going to look at technical matters, their color science is one. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, their 42210 bit is a huge difference again. Uh, their S log three being able to be at 126 ISO. That's, that's another, um, game breaking thing again. Uh, and uh, the articulating screen. Now we've seen that on other cameras and all that, but we've been waiting for that on a Sony camera. Yeah. So those are four breakthrough things that I see already with this camera. That's already super appealing, and people will probably buy it because of those. You gotta admit. Oh, oh, oh! And the fifth one is autofocus. 
Yeah, dude, that's already five things. That's incredible already. Mm-hmm. It's like you would kind of be dumb not to uh, not to put this in your uh, in your uh, what you call it your uh, comparison list at this point. It's probably going to be in most people's top five now for uh, comparisons, just based on all of those yeah. things I just mentioned. Um. Just a heads up about going back to the Black Magic thing, by the way, because uh, I just saw something that said something. But apparently they got rid of ProRes as a recording option. Mm. So they're relying only on B-Raw. Okay. I mean, you could get ProRes from external. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, that. but anywho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. right. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. And then uh, I don't know if this is a, a game-breaking thing. I don't think it's this that important. But, you know, some people want to do it. And that's uh, ProRes RAW for this thing through an Automos recorder in 4K60. Yeah. But I kind of I kind of uh, figured that would happen because everybody else is doing it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The A7S3, uh, I'm sorry, Sony guys, uh, for what I said before. I have to admit, this seems like... Now, here's the reason why I'm waiting. Because that's what yes, you wanted you, to know. You yeah. want to know, yeah. Here's the thing. Right now, this is the best release I've ever seen because of the R5 and R6 and its issues. This camera is boasting that it doesn't have those issues, which... The thing is, the R5 and R6 is everything we wanted in specs from Canon, right? But they messed mm-hmm. up this time. They messed up hard this time. The reason why this A7 III is more appealing now and actually gets away from my from what I used to say about it is because this came out at the right time because of the issues. It it sounds like you're going to buy the camera, but why why aren't you going to buy it? The reason why I'm not going to buy it is because of, of what I told you before, but the uh the listeners doesn't know about this. Now, Canon has a uh, possible lawsuit going on their hand, right? With the yeah. overheating possibly. Yeah. I can foresee this happens in in cars, this happens in products in general. Uh I can foresee a recall of all models of R5s and R6, which means that even like people that own it can return it and get reimbursement for it. And then I could see a updated version of the models with no overheating possibly happening. Um, I just saw something that I've remembered. I saw that because we talked about that earlier, but apparently Ken's working on a, a adapter to fix the EOS R5 overheating. Okay, I'm not. Uh, that's not the so, way to do it. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, though, with the R5 and R6, from what I've heard, it's happening 20 to 30 minutes into it. So if if you're trying to make it a cinema camera, then and, and apparently, well, it's also a, a photo problem too. So never mind. I need a. I yeah. Yeah. See what I but mean? Though it's already has too much, too many problems on its yeah, plate. Hold on, let me. Let me toss you this adapter, by the way, so you can see it. Okay. There you go. Then uh, scroll down when you... Uh, It looks stupid as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? But that's the thing. Like, 
that's already a problem on its own. Why are you yeah. making an adapter when people are buying this to not have this problem in the first place? Yeah, and usually you put your hand over there too, like when you grab a lens. Yeah, you know what I mean, but like you're trying to, so you're gonna make people buy this too. So I mean, you're, trying to, a, you're trying to you're trying to make people buy a, another device that goes into your camera to have a fix for something that should have been fixed in the first place. Yeah, that's unfair. That really is. Unless they're giving it away to people who bought the camera, then I, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. But what are then. they going to do with the already the cameras right now? If they're not going to do a recall that they're selling well, that's right why now, they make the adapter. That's why they're making the adapter. I guess I have no. Yeah, but then clue. you're going to sell the adapter, uh, so you got to buy the I adapter and the camera together now. I, I think also. Hold on, the R five is on back order technically on yeah it's not actually it's in pre-order right now for on um, bnh it's not released yet it's released in limited quantity so you can still fucking cancel your order yeah but that still doesn't fix the issue at at hand regardless yeah it doesn't fix the original issue <laughs> well it fixes the issue of someone not buying the camera so they they fix the mistake of buying a piece see, of shit you see what i mean though yeah, yeah. Do you un- like? It doesn't it make more sense now. Like this A7S III came out now that doesn't even have yeah. these issues. It's a good time for this camera. It's like almost a perfect. It was like a perfect marketing scheme, if anything. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people like talk shit about this camera for a long time, and it actually like did a full 180 turn for everybody. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, at this point, this is the better buy. I have to admit. Cause Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, because the R5 and the R6, I'll be honest, guys, you cannot use this in documentaries. You cannot use this in long-form stuff. You cannot use this to have it turn on all the time. This is one of this is that's this is the most and I I know a couple of friends that talk to me about this like they're worried about that kind of shit because yes uh, there are people that do jobs that are pretty popular like doing convention work doing like uh, recording uh, people like doing like maybe bands and all that you know doing like these hour long yeah. uh, these hour long sessions where they're playing and all of a sudden they have to deal with the overheating camera and they got to wait till it cools down and shit like that. Well, mm-hmm. the Sony is boasting that this could be like this can play for one hour at 4K 60 frames, so you can go lower in resolution and not have an overheating issue at all. They're saying that it's that's yeah. the full extreme uh, take of for, uh, of using the uh, the full the full power of the the camera and being able to do it at one hour. So you could bring down the resolution and you won't have that issue at all. Yeah, yeah. Is what they're stating. So already, if they can boast that and they can do that, because they're going to go through a lawsuit if that doesn't if that doesn't uh, hold up. Just to tell you, mm-hmm. but if they yeah. if they are so sure about that, and I, at this point, since they see the backlash with uh, Canon, I don't think they're going to lie about that because it's on the line yeah. right now. Like if they if if they if that backs it up, this is the best camera we've seen in a very long time. Then. And yeah, I like the only problem for me that I don't like about this camera, though, and it's kind of a personal issue myself. I don't have any e-mounts. 
can't lenses. Well, you don't see the meta bones though. No, but it won't use the full power of like the the autofocus and all that stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's the problem. So now you got to invest in e-mounts. Yeah. But for this quality though, I don't mind. I can always rent. Yeah. So I'm going to wait though. Uh, like I said, the reason why I'm going to wait is because they might do a recall. Who knows? Of the EOS R5 and the R6. They might do a recall and they might do an updated version that doesn't have overheating issues. If that's the case, then I switch back to Canon. Because I still love their color science a little bit more than this. But this is a very close thing. I don't know at this point if that's even reasonable now. Because say yeah. say if I bought yep. this now, right? Like, mm-hmm. Or say if I bought this in the next six months. We don't even know how long it would be from the recall to the overheating too. Might be even a year. And sometimes we can't wait that long if we want to get a camera in the next six months for doing work yeah. and stuff. In the next six months, mm-hmm. if I buy this A7S III, would it even be worth it to get a six, the, the R6 in this case? for true the overheat just because of the overheating differences i don't think that's worth it at that point because you already bought this so i don't know i have to admit though this is the first this is the first sony i actually do want though and uh john made a made a point though the thing is with mirrorless cameras and dslr cameras in general um they are cameras for cinematographers in general um people won't hire you for cinema based projects like commercial work and stuff like that if you have these kind of bodies because it makes you look amateurish um the thing is um but if you were doing like convention work gimbal work and and just like stuff that deals with running gun stuff yeah this is a pretty good camera for that well, it's not amateur. It's more like you can't charge a more premium price. You know what I mean? Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's really, I mean, that's what it is too. Cause like, again, your cousin Tony, like I'll never forget, dude. I used to, I did a freelance gig for this one dude. I used to do freelance work for this one company called Aurora, Aurora, Aurora Coast Productions. They're based off in New Jersey. They, they like the first time I ever went on set for them, we worked for like a half, this guy has about, a half a million dollars worth of equipment. He had the at the time he had the Red Dragon, uh, Red Epic X, mm-hmm. uh, that shot five K at the time I think or whatever mm-hmm. it was four K. Yeah. He had like a bunch of fucking lights. He had a fucking um, gearhead tripod, an RE gearhead, which is twenty thousand dollars by itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like this guy had shit. Like he had like a good shit too. And he always said like, you know. Your cousin Tony can shoot it with a DSLR for cheap, but we're giving you like high quality production value, like with a red. And it's not because of the name, it's because we know how to shoot with it and we know what to do with it that we can charge those prices as well. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Um so. I will say though, nowadays though, let me also add this. There's more people in the market to counteract that. There's more people in the market though that have more mirrorless cameras than cinema cameras now. Um, and the but thing is, especially doing, with these kind but, of releases now. Yeah. Well, 
here's here's also the thing. I I, I don't. I mean, also too, man. Like he's working for an insurance company. Like he's doing. He's the production company that works for the advertising company. Mm-hmm. So he's making a fucking commercial for a high end, you know, client. So they're not gonna want a fucking DSLR or mirrorless camera on set. Really? Yeah, but these new releases do make it. I I will have to admit these new releases are at another level now. Like almost as good as a lot of uh, cinema cameras in this case. Now they don't have all those extra stuff like, uh, like you know, like built-in ND filters and shit like that. But the thing is, you can't deny that these cameras are starting to get really close to cinema. No, I'm not denying that. I'm denying. I'm I'm saying the fact that you know people have a perception of things. It's not about they don't because people who are hiring you don't know shit about what things look like. They they just want something that looks good, and they they think in their mind they're like, oh, big camera means they're like they're going to charge a lot. You know, what I mean, they're they're thinking that small camera. Oh, he's oh, he's trying to price me this. I'm not going to pay him that. Well, I'll let pay me this instead. L- let me add this though. Then what if you build yeah. this as a rig like that? Because it's possible. See, that's that's my problem, too, with shit. Like, you know, um, like, building out a rig, you're just going to fucking, like, again, it's, like, for, I don't know how to explain this, but, like, let's let's take the C200 and let's take the Blackmagic Pocket Production 4K or 6K okay. camera, right? Okay. So that's, like, 20, or Z cam, right? That's 20 fucking, 2400. Okay. With the, the amount of no, shit you I, need to. I, I get what you're saying. You're basically yeah. saying that it's, it's... The thing is, you're going to spend as much as if you would have just gotten a cinema camera yeah. in the first place. Yeah. But here's exactly. the thing. What if you were just trying to get something that you were going to use for other stuff, but then you're like, well, oh, well, the thing is, I could change this into a cinema here, camera then. Here's too. the thing. If you're going to start out, get a DSLR. Do that shit. Do it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying... Uh, like, I wouldn't get a DSLR nowadays. I would get mirrorless. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm using DSLR as the example. I'm not saying get a DSLR exactly. I'm saying like I'm using DSLR as in, as a photography camera in general, like a mirrorless or DSLR. I'm just saying that. I'm not saying. Oh, okay. A, I'm you know I'm using the, the fucking word verbiage of a DSLR. But get get that shit get that shit, man, and then upgrade your stuff later on. Yeah, like if if I was like in my position, my next camera, I don't want a mirrorless. I would like something more. Cinema based, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's good for cinema. But I think uh, yeah. this camera is meant for running guns, like gimbal work, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that that's more. Yeah, that that camera is definitely for running gun gimbal work. Yeah, this, like I think this I makes earlier. Like yeah, this it makes if, more and, sense that way. Yeah, because like I said, in my ideal like situation, if I had a lot of boatload of money, right, I'd fucking buy a C three hundred Mark three uh, for my handheld work and my locked off tripod shit. While I'll use either a mirrorless camera like the A7 uh, A7S3, in this you know, case, or yeah, the that. fuck, it, or or not even that, or just go to a Z Cam S6 and use that mainly for your gimbal work. Uh, I I wouldn't do a Z Cam in this case though. But you're you're but also the thing is you're all about autofocus. I don't give a fuck about autofocus. Yeah, but I'd how the hell are you going to focus, focus properly with a gimbal on? I because I'd rather focus myself because you yeah, but you don't want to touch the lens. Wireless. That's the thing. You're not going to touch the lens. You can put a wireless follow focus on that yeah, shit. Yeah, but then you're adding another thing, and then you have another thing that you have to hold on to, and it's like... Not, re- not really, because you're holding on to the fucking grip. The side on the fucking lens is you and hook, you and mount that shit. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's just, it's just another it, device that you have to buy, and then you have to put on. When autofocus is at that point where it's reliable now. 
Bro, I think you overthink autofocus as being reliable. Oh, I understand it's super it, reliable. It came a long way. I don't think way, you have seen enough still things a lot about of people that, uh, autofocus, like, dude. I, I don't think you've seen enough. That's the thing. Bro, I I am never going to use autofocus for, like, people use autofocus for vlogs. People, like, you know, autofocus. No. no. Yes. Dude, I see people Bro, auto- use it for for doing like okay let me give you examples there are people that use it for like like let's say i i know this is not something that you normally see but i see a lot of people use it for like cosplayers like when they're doing it at convention Uh, i i see it when it's done uh whenever there's uh when you're following somebody for instance behind them and you're trying to follow them because it always focus on whoever has uh, a face in the front of it very well Mm -hmm. and only canon and sony does it extremely well by the way um, and it's really fast within like seconds fast and it's always spot mm-hmm. on. And then I s- always see it in moments on documentaries as well. Autofocus is used commonly on the Canon C series cinema lineups, uh, for everything. I've never seen somebody in a documentary actually use a, uh, uh, a follow focus, even a wireless follow focus with those Canon cinema cameras, they use autofocus. I've seen it every single time on documentaries. So, yes, it's widely. Please used. send me those documentaries. I would like to see that. There's a lot of them, dude. There's even stuff on Netflix. How do you know? Like, do you see the behind the scenes of those? Fucking yeah, films? dude, they show articles like- about it all the time. Like, with their, with their rigs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, there's never like an autofocus on it when they have like cannons. I've seen them. <laughs> They're all the time on every single thing. That's what I'm trying to say. I've never, I've never, uh, like, I don't think you've seen enough with the like the, the stuff that you could do with autofocus now. It's gone to a point that's super reliable now. It's really reliable now. <laughs> Yeah, and then when it fucking fucks up on your fucking shoot, because with your, like, with anyone's, like, you know, with my fucking luck, it'd fuck up on my shoot, so I'd rather just fucking do the manual thing. Okay, I mean, that's, that's you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying, like, like, you're wrong or anything. I'm just saying, like, it's, uh, don't discredit it, though. It's gotten, it's gotten, it's evolved like crazy. It's really well done now. There's a reason why people use it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's we're we're at a new age, man. This is just a new generation of stuff. That's the thing, and they actually improved it to the point where it's kind of like how people used to think about. Uh, let me give you an example. It's kind of like how people used to think about wireless audio, like it would mm. never catch on. It it officially caught on about four years ago, and now it's the most it, wireless is actually super reliable now for wireless mics and stuff like that. It's kind of the same thing. Autofocus was at that point where you couldn't rely on it. Now it's at that point where it's super reliable now. Just on Sony and Canon, though. It's that same ordeal. We're just at a new generation. It's just that... Yeah. yeah, It's just a matter of, like, seeing enough and doing enough research about it. And it actually has... Because technology will always catch up eventually. And autofocus has caught up, man. I, that's why I would never discredit it at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just a new age. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? I like to. I like to. I. I want. I hope. Hopefully, if people listen this long into the fucking podcast, I would like people to comment on that. I would like to see what people's thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it'll probably be fifty fifty if anything. 
because yeah. there's there, it's just the thing is there's tra- there's traditional outlooks and then there's adapted new outlooks of things too. Mm. It's kind of like the political thing mm. too, <laughs> but anywho, this is an impressive camera though. I have to admit, mm. very impressive. Yeah. Um, it is a strong contender for a new camera, possibly. Yeah. Um, I just the only problem is I don't want to go. Uh, I have to go e mount if I do get it. I have to get e lens e mount lenses, and it's like fuck, you know. Yeah. But. I mean, I could always buy the lenses first and then get the camera body later. I can always rent the camera body for now. Yeah. So that would probably be the better idea to do. If you ever wanted, if you guys wanted to do this way, if you wanted to go jump to the A7S3 and you don't have E-mount lenses, uh, work on the lenses first before you buy the body. Because then you could work with other Sony cameras out there like, say if you ever run into an A7S II or A7 III, right, for instance, then you could be like, oh, I have a lens for that, you know? And you could use those cameras right off the bat, you know? Yeah. So it's just like the EF lenses. Every Most people have EF more than anything. But E has become a pretty common one, too. Uh, it's just that John and I haven't really delved into that, like, E mount. Yeah kind of lenses but i've seen a ton of my friends i've seen a ton of people have e-mount lenses so um yeah so uh if anything it's this is uh we're at another age again of new cameras and new systems and everything like that um and yeah uh, i'm sorry about what i said about the a7s3 it's good (laughs) admit it um yeah yeah, learn that. Uh, so yeah. the pricing for this camera, we didn't talk about that yet. It is thirty five hundred. Uh, so I think the R six is about the same price. I believe thirty five. Yeah, I think so. Wait. No, it's twenty eight hundred. The R five's thirty six. Yeah. Okay. So it's oh wow, it's almost the same price as the R R five. Yeah, because the R five is three eighty. A uh, thirty-eight ninety-nine. Yeah, this for the body alone. Then it's five thousand for the body and the twenty-four to one hundred five lens. Yeah, but I I will still admit this is still more appealing than the R five. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just telling you. Oh no no, I just meant like in general. Oh yeah, I think this is more appealing than the R five. So if it's at that same price. And the R six, yeah, it's, it's four hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, and uh, and say if the R six is cheaper at twenty eight hundred, but let's let's face it, I don't think Canon's at a good rate at this point. So I don't think people will be buying more Canon cameras, honestly. Oh, that's why. Uh, but uh, let me. I'm trying to find a comparable one real quick too, because apparently. A Sony A7 III. Let me give, give me give me F4. Let me. Okay, here we go. That's one. Uh oh shit, that's expensive. Oh, easy. That's a different lens though. Terrible. I'm trying to find a like, comparable lens that would go with uh, you know, like you know when you get the fucking oh when you get the Canon. when you get a different system yeah. right right yeah yeah because if the the five it's five thousand for the Canon R5 with the twenty four to one hundred four. 
but with the the RF lens, by go, the way. So, yeah, but um, with let me see. I mean, I guess let's do the twenty four seventy two eight. It's five forty six for the RF camera with the, no for the for the Sony A seven S three with the twenty four seventy two eight lens. Whoa, that's it's cheap 50, as fuck. It's fifty five hundred. That is wait yo wait 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 what? It's fifty five hundred. With the lens, yeah. But you said the lens was five hundred something. No, no, no. I was saying it's fifty five hundred. Uh, I was just saying it's together. No, I wasn't saying it's cheap uh, for a lens. I was saying together it's fifty five hundred. Hmm. If you buy it with it, yeah. Yeah, That's- but this lens is a f two point eight lens, so I couldn't find and and uh, the only comparable one that I would say is technically comparable to. The R five with the twenty four to one oh five or uh F four. But I, I I can't tell if it is, is this P Z twenty eight to one thirty five F four lens kit, which is about a six thousand dollar camera then for Ooh, the A seven S three. Yeah, so it's already looking better for Sony now. Oh but I mean it's a thousand dollars more for that P Z oh it's it's that it's that lens. Oh, it's this lens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the Sony is looking better still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, if you can't break, if you gotta break the budget, though, I mean, I would go. With, I wouldn't go with a PC lens then. Well, you get image stabilization for through the lens. You get you take full advantage of the IBIS in there from Sony itself. Oh no, I'm not saying don't get the Sony. I'm saying get a different Sony lens with it instead of the twenty eight to one thirty five. If it's gonna break your bank to six from uh, six thousand and fifty five hundred. But keep in mind though, if you want to use the full features of that cam of the camera for the body and all that, um, to yeah. use like its uh, new autofocus system and stuff like that, like yeah, you have to get yeah. the right lenses for that too. So, mm. so keep that in mind if you want to use yeah. the full power of it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So that means image stabilization that works with IBIS really well. There's a certain type of uh, lenses for that. And then, of course, uh, um, the other thing is the new autofocus system. It goes with the newer lenses as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Wow. It's uh, Sony did a good job. <laughs> it's hey. surprising. It really is surprising. I did not expect it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, what's your final thoughts on it? I kind of put my two cents about it. It's cool. I mean, I'm not going to get it anytime soon, so (laughs) it's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, listeners, like him saying it's cool is pretty like, it's pretty up there, you know, it's pretty much saying that it's, it's, it's good for if, if you're not doing cinema, it's good. It's a good camera. Yeah, I'm. I'm just nonchalant about that shit. I don't really give. I don't, like. I'm. I'm weird now. Like, I think once you have a taste of cinema cameras in general, like you're like, do I really want to go back to a DSLR or a mirrorless camera at the moment? So that's that's where my headspace is at. Gotcha. I mean, this thing. Uh, the thing is, for me, I will always have a mirrorless so that yeah. for running gun work. Um, but I'll I'll also have a cinema camera. So I'll have two different cameras for, like, prof- 
like higher end work. I'll always have a cinema camera and a mirrorless camera. In this case, this is looking to be the possible mirrorless camera that I would get. Because it will work for like, say, if we do chasing the frame stuff, this is perfect. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. And this is even perfect for like doing our skits and stuff if we don't want to set up a cinema camera. Because you have to do all this extra stuff for a cinema camera, for instance. While this could be right, run and gun, like boom, 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 set up. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's small. That's the other thing. Very, very small. It is small. You can get into nice uh, corners yeah. and shit. So, so yeah, like I said, this this is definitely a run and gun camera. Like a true yeah. run and gun camera. It's pretty impressive just because of that. So this could be it. But let's see what Canon does first. Because they might yeah, fix things. I mean, by the time this comes out, some other cameras going to be out. So you're like, oh, shit. We'll see. It's kind of hard beating these kind of specs now. That's true. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Six months. Everything, everything changes every six months. Yeah. This this is pretty fucking impressive, though, I'll say. It is impressive. It beats, it beats other cameras that already came out, though. Like, the, like that are already in the market and that are kind of new, too. Mm-hmm. It already beats them. Yeah. So, especially when they add ProRes RAW, too, and 16-bit fucking RAW. Which could have something new with that. It's not because it's like the it's like the FX nine because they have sixteen bit raw too. But when you when you go to an Atmos or a, a recorder, it just it goes to twelve. No, no, that's what I was saying. I said earlier that they're planning to put products out for it though. Oh yeah, well, that's gonna be a fucking data fucking machine. What do you mean? Uh, sixteen bit raw. That's gonna be so much data space. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think they're making a. a uh, I think they're making a product for it that will have like a mem uh, a storage capacity that can work cooperate with it. Oh yeah, like they're planning it. Well, I mean, only time will tell. Yeah, which I think that's already future proofing on its own, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So you're right, and it has a USB C port too on top of that. Oh, nice. So that sounds like it could use the sixteen bit. But we'll yeah. see. Um, we'll see. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, like um, I, I think one of our uh, one of my friends wanted to know based on this podcast too because she'll be listening. Uh, what are the uses for this? Um, like in real world situations, like I said, documentary work, long form stuff. Especially she does like she actually does like long form like talking heads and uh, and actually moving with a gimbal and everything because she has mm-hmm. she has her own gimbal like i think she has the weeble yeah the weeble yeah um uh the thing is that's this is a perfect camera for that um for those kind of situations for videographers this is a godsend for you guys honestly um compared to the canon stuff this is a godsend this is the camera you've been waiting for um so yeah, like that kind of stuff. This is actually perfect for that. Like the thing is, uh, whenever I saw article articles about after this overheating issue with Canon, I noticed that what they say this camera, those cameras were meant for, is short films and short form type of recordings. And the thing is, if you're doing it for other stuff, like like you know, using it for gimbal work stuff like that, uh, it's not the right cameras for that because of the thirty minute. Um, 
30 minute limit. But what, what, what fucking gimbal scene are you doing for 30 minutes? Well, no, just not that, <laughs> but also keeping the camera on as well when you're not oh, recording, yeah. too. That's true, yeah. So, like, because a lot of people do that, they keep the camera on. Yeah. For a, for a while before they hit record again sometimes and then turn it off, turn off recording and then going back to recording. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, that's the thing. While these can this camera can do that without recording limits and also without like with also being on for a long time. Mm. So in those scenarios, yeah, this is a better camera. <laughs> it's- so yeah, that, that's a lot to put out. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like like I said, I'm uh, this is a pretty cool camera. I think I'm gonna rent it, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. possibly gonna get rent lenses uh but i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna wait for the canon stuff so other than that guys uh i think that's pretty much it i believe it is mm-hmm. I believe it is yeah um but other than that any last thoughts john like anything new with you or you know not a little like uh, last tidbit kind of thing or new with me we got a house inspection coming up Thursday, so probably by the time this episode's out, we'll be having a house inspection, or or it'll be after the fact. Who knows? Before or after, whenever this comes out uh, this week sometime, we have a house inspection. Hopefully this one goes better than the last one, because the last one sucked. Um... But yeah, we've been going to the house. We went to the house a couple times. Actually, went to the back. We went in the backyard today. <laughs> no one lives at the house, by the way. So we went in the backyard, which was unlocked. Oh, and we were able to. Yeah. So we looked around again in the backyard and just thought about like, hey, what, what, what do we need to do if if we get the house and like what would need to be fixed if there's any issues that we're like, oh, what, what is there any issues around? Um, which we don't see anything. It's just cosmetic work. So we're going to keep the fingers and cr- toes crossed That's that good, it's just though. cosmetics that need to be fixed for this house. That's good, though. It's less of a... Yeah, it's less of a hassle. Yeah. It also puts a little, like, of your own fucking, like, heart and soul into the house. It makes it your own, in a sense, too, like, mm-hmm. fixing up shit as well, too. Um, So if 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 all goes up if all goes a plan well uh, they they say I think the timeline said we close in August, technically August 31st. So we might not have a vlogcast next month then. Mm, you're right. So, uh, and then, yeah, because I'm going to try to take a week off of work also if we get the house and, uh, you know, at least start sprucing up and move in there. And then, yeah, and then and hopefully, um, fingers and toes crossed, but it'll be more better after the inspection. But uh, maybe we'll be filming again in, let's say, October. If things don't shut down again. If things don't shut down again, yeah. but I mean, I don't, I don't see that for the foreseeable future because again, uh, I don't want to get into a whole political thing about it, but economically we can't do that because it's just gonna be fucking terrible if that happens, right? And that would be really bad because I mean we already lost CES this year, but luckily enough they said they're only gonna do it for this year, and they won't do it next year. They're gonna come back next year. What twenty twenty one? 2022. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because they just announced that 2021 was digital. Yeah. It's digital, which uh, it sucks, but at the same time, that's cool, I understand, but uh, hopefully I can't wait till 2022 then. It should be fun because, again, that's also, it's crazy because, like, it was supposed to be the first event that was in that new convention center, so it won't be. Yep. So... And and that and that's gonna make uh, CES even bigger next time too because it's gonna be so much more space 
And we could do convention work there. Woo! Yeah. I'm stoked. Do a lot of things. Oh, also, we, uh, by the way, I'll let people know this, too. We have over a hundred and something people that I've I've written down to do <laughs> episodes. Hopefully, hopefully all these people fucking answer, will answer yeah. me. So that'd be fucking dope. Uh, also, I think we talked about this before, but we also hired somebody into, uh, well, we don't hire anyone. They're just doing it for free. So it's, it's, it's putting the free in freelance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they are, they are a part of the team now and they said they wholeheartedly would like to keep doing it. So, uh, yeah. So, um, he's, he's doing pretty well right now. Yeah. He's doing our episodes. Um, oh yeah. Um, Maybe he'll be on the next vlogcast. Maybe you guys can do a vlogcast together without me next month. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, can't make any promises, but um, but um, I I think if it also just to give people a heads up too, um, is again we're all about transparency in this in this in this wonderful business of yeah, ours. We're ghosts. Um, so if anyone is a YouTube subscriber, which no one probably is, because we only have like twenty, um. We took down all podcast-related YouTube material. We will be posting that again starting next year. So we will have daily content on YouTube of all the past stuff. Um, and as well as probably mixing new stuff and some other things as well. There's a lot on the table that we need to talk about and finish up still. And, uh, you know, just get all our P's and Q's lined up. And, you know, we have a big... We're going to be pushing hard next year for the YouTube uh, so yeah. there's a lot coming in and there's a lot going to be incoming probably in the next few months and it's going to be pretty much overwhelming, but it's going to be, uh, really gratifying or is it gratifying? Is that the right word? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, or... uh it's going to be really, um, exciting and gratifying when we finally get all this shit out and, but we're going to be pushing a lot of content. So hopefully we can grow that YouTube. That's also another big thing. Yep. So yeah, anything you Mark? Anything anything about you you want to add? Um, oh, how was your birthday? Did you do anything fun by no. the way? <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. I got uh, Ghost of Tsushima on 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 my oh, birthday. Oh, I love that. I love that game. Yeah, I I got it like right on my birthday, and I and I and I love it. Uh, it's uh it's one of the best uh, sucker punch games. If you don't know, like I'm going to go a little bit nerdy with gaming, but uh yeah, uh sucker punch is the guys that made infamous uh the infamous series Mm -hmm. um and this is like their biggest triple a title in a very long time yeah um and uh dude it's uh, an amazing title it's another ps yeah it's another playstation playstation exclusive um and you know most playstation exclusives are fucking phenomenal yeah they are and um i've enjoyed this um it makes it it, where how far are you in the game oh i'm still in act one me too. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's just too I'm much shit to do I'm taking my sweet time now. with this. Dude, dude, I'm trying to get as much fucking... I can't get any more uh, resolve right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I got like five or six resolve uh, things, so I can't get any more, I guess, in this section or unless I could do more missions. Um, And I'm just trying... I'm trying to find every fucking bath available <laughs> so I can like just uh, I which I fucking find a pain in the ass because they give you two choices for that I'm sorry I cut you off on oh, that you're fine. but like but alright do you really uh, alright when you pick the bad things like what do you want to reflect on your mother or this and I'm like oh. 
Have you done that? Yeah, I've yet? done or a no? few of them. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if, that, if you're supposed to pick a certain one and it'll give you more health because I'm getting like little. It, no, no, it's not. One. It's just it's just a matter of like getting different uh, reflections. Basically, it's like getting more lore and stuff. Okay, because I was like, am I gonna grow more? Because I'm like, I need cause in that game. You need fucking resolve. Like you need, like you need to go get resolve as soon as possible, and you need to get health as much as possible yep. before you even do any other missions. Yeah, because, because it's I, fucking I feel hard, like, yeah, yeah. yeah cause I, I, and it's funny. I was telling my reporter too, um, because he was asking me about the game. I was like, dude, I'm playing the game. I, I get frustrated a little bit, but the next day I come back and I fucking like figured out how to beat it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, my only issue with it is the fucking camera. The camera does it's not the best camera, yeah. but also my issue too is um is you know when you shoot an arrow right and but you get shot with an arrow and then you try to like load up again and it like just stalls and I'm like that's a nitpick really? honestly yeah it's, I know it's a nitpick but like still it just it annoys me it annoys me a yeah, little bit yeah it's it, just it, but that's like realistic though <laughs> yeah but you know I just I try to like I just stand there for a good two three seconds of not doing anything I'm like pressing R two just to like get back into it I'm like really you're just gonna oh stand yeah here? okay some of the controls are a little clunky and on, on for yeah. like sensitivity purposes and stuff like that yeah I mm-hmm. I do admit that as well yeah it's to me uh overall, I like the game. game um it reminds me of uh Uncharted series in terms yeah. of cinematics. So- Someone was saying it also reminds me of Dark Souls. Is that? I mean, I never played Dark Souls, but is that true? No. Well, in the sense of like the combat, no, maybe? no, not even. No, no. it's more. It, it, it like, feels more like Batman to me. Okay, because I, 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 you know, too, like um, playing it a little bit as well. Because when the when the my reporter said about the uh, Dark Souls thing, and then I thought of like. Uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order and, is uh, is is more like in the realm of Dark Souls. Yeah. And I feel like this game can kind of be too because the combat is a little difficult if you are no, trying to figure it it's out. It's not it's, like that though. Yeah, but I mean, I, I enjoy this game a hell of a lot more than fucking Fallen because Order. You can, I think Fallen you Order can take like, about six like six hits and be okay still in some cases. Yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> in you Fallen Order, health. Dark Souls, all that, you take two hits and you die. That's true, yeah. And and on top of that, if you if you die and you go off a checkpoint or a, a bonfire as they like to do, um it resets yeah. all of the enemies in the whole entire world. That's so true. So it makes too. it yeah, super funny. fucking hard. Yeah, I hate fucking falling order that was Well, Ghost of Tsushima, if you if you beat certain things, it uh it only resets like certain areas and stuff like that. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's why that's why I'm like nah. And the bat the battle system reminds me more of uh of Batman because you can actually parry a certain way and all that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like I I don't think it's like Dark Souls. Okay. Yeah. What do you have? Uh, both the water stance and the rock stance. I don't have rock stance yet. A rock stance is the first one. You oh get, you yeah yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking maybe the next one. I don't have the third one. Oh the. Oh, uh, the, I don't know what that third one is. I only have I only have water and rock yeah. so far. Um, yeah, that's but good. yeah, like it's 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 a great game. Uh, like I said, it it's like game. it's cinematic, like Uncharted and The Last yeah. of Us. It's that cinematic quality. It's yeah. um, it it feels like Batman with combat, and mm-hmm. but it's presented in it's beautiful like Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. It's as beautiful as that and God of War, like that beauty. 
Gotcha. Yeah, so it's almost like in those categories. So, yeah, like it's uh mm. it's an impressive game. I'm glad I got it. Other than that, like all I've been doing is like Otaku. Uh, we changed up a lot of stuff that we're gonna be doing for Otaku, so that's gonna be mm. awesome. Um, and I I got a new desk. Nice. Um, and if you notice, uh, the the quality. I I always say this. I'm not trying to be like straight up. Like keep on telling you guys like oh oh he he always says he improves the podcast quality. Um, I significantly. <laughs> <laughs> I significantly uh improved the quality only because I after getting a new desk I have enough room to put my studio monitors which is like my studio speakers finally in my system and I'm able to mix in the quality that if you're in a studio. Wow. Yeah, so if you notice like more deeper like thicker sound to like say John's voice or the guest in this case is because I finally have something that uh, lets me hear accurately this time more accurately and mm. almost at studio quality. So I can actually EQ properly. So mm. yeah. So if you hear that, uh, yeah, welcome to the new change. It's going to be that quality for now on. And I'm probably Mark will then change it again and say, I improved the quality uh, two months from now. I mean, it's then... not perfect. I think the only <laughs> thing is that uh, that would make this uh, substantially at a different uh, quality again. Right. Would be if yeah. we got newer mics, like the mics that we that oh, yeah. use for podcasts. But that's that's later, later in the future. Yeah. yeah. So that's just like upgrading hardware again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. One thing at a time. Yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, that's yeah. the only newest things that uh, that I can think of. Besides, uh, if I were to do personal, I'm back to working mm. out again. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Lifting weights again, uh, getting back to my original 158 pounds again. All right, yeah. all right, Mark. Just like I used to Sounds be. Sounds good. Um, all right, and uh, getting back my uh, I still have my biceps and my triceps. Uh, pretty high up there still it still looks pretty good but i'm gonna try to get them big again they kind of dwindled down a little bit oh you get them big sir yeah. you fucking get big. <laughs> uh yeah other than that like there's nothing else so you know yeah nice so i guess that's the end of our vlogcast yeah. hitting the two hour right. mark <laughs> holy shit we hit the two hour mark when was how yeah holy shit the last one was two hours and nine minutes. Yeah, so, so we're, in, we're always on that. And then <laughs> same two hours. We're always on that. And then no, oh, no, we were an hour and forty-seven minutes on June. Okay, so we're still around that. Yeah, we're averaging. Yeah, that's like the average now. <laughs> yeah, it's the average. So anyway, well, let's we'll end it off in this in this wonderful terms of thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for everyone for you know hearing us talk for fucking two hours. Again. Hopefully you got some good information from that. <laughs> but um, have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. We'll catch you next Wednesday, obviously. Uh, who is next week? Let me check real quick. Let me give that out the month. I think it's Daquan. Oh, Daquan. Okay. Daquan, yeah, sorry. Okay. It's, yep, Day Daquan, Terrence. Terrence, then we got Brian Smith and uh, Rick Shipley 
after that, I think that's your whole month of August, technically, or no? Uh, let me see. Well, they'll find out anyways. Yeah, they'll find out. I mean, seriously, just subscribe to the podcast, guys. That's that's what's going to, you know, let you guys know who's next. Yep. Oh, Lamar. It's Lamar then, Rick. So I apologize. Lamar Bell, A+. plus. A Lamar A plus Bell, I mean, <laughs> is gonna be on the podcast. So uh, yeah, we got that's 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 uh that's our podcast. And like I said, subscribe to all our podcast channels. Yep. yep. We're, uh, so, we're uh, peace. We're on uh, what is it? We're on Anchor. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on i Apple Podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn Radio. We are on. Yeah, <sighs> pretty much like Overcast. All, all the. You know, all the everything except ones. Google Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I forgot to tell you, I reached out to um, Road. I I come, I emailed Road actually, um, a, a, a thank you letter. Hmm. I said I wanted that because you know, like I didn't want, I didn't want to go after him and be like, hey man, I love your products, I want to be sponsored by you. I wanted to at least tell him I appreciate them for you know making the pod mic. And making the Roadcaster, Roadcaster uh, Pro, mm-hmm. so affordable, um, you know, and just giving us the opportunity that because without these fucking tools, we wouldn't be doing this podcast as clean and awesome as it is, or as fast, as fast too. Like the turnaround time on these are fucking ridiculous. Like man, I'm playing out fucking six podcasts <laughs> like in one week. Mm-hmm. So I also want to thank Blue as well. Yeah. Blue makes some Blunt. amazing. Uh, if I if I if we were gonna make a thank you to, I want to especially yeah. uh, shout out to Blue because their Yeti mics are phenomenal for convenience and quality. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably the best USB mics out there. Yeah, like they're as good as XLR mics. So, and and also I just reached out to No Film School and I was like, hey. Can you preview our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have no idea if they're. I, I even apologize. I'm like, I know, like John is desperate. I know you're guys. probably gonna say no. I'm not desperate. <laughs> I'm just, you know, want more people to listen to this show, man. Like, whatever you say, man. <laughs> listen, hey, man, we're almost at uh, 1,100 listens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're like 19 away. But. But anyway. Yeah. That's the end, my friends. Bye. And now I need to go to bed. I'm fucking tired. Bye, everyone. See ya.